Welcome back, fellow Creamsters. On today's episode, we will be discussing what's been going on with the Krispy Creamsters. First up, literary. What happened? So since January, we have been focusing our time on our literary pieces and haven't had much time for anything else. But we are happy to announce that we placed third at state on Saturday and are finished with literary. So what's next with the Creamsters? We are moving our podcast to do at least one a week and for them to be at least half an hour to an hour long. Now that that's out of the way, let's get into our discussion topics for today's episode. First up, the Five Nights at Freddy's movie. Second, the Super Mario movie. Third, who was the best Batman and Joker? Fourth, the new Fortnite Creative 2.0. And to end it with the question, is prom what it once was? So let's begin. Five Nights at Freddy, the new movie. <laughs> when is it set to be released? We have no clue yet. It doesn't have an official release date yet, but we know it's in the works and it's close to being done. I would imagine if it's close to being done and we're, what month are we on? March, almost April. If they can, I would say they're probably going to try to push it to be done in December-ish because that's when they can push out all their merchandise. So Because you know these you know seven-year-olds and... Are going to be wanting. I'm not seven. Okay. <laughs> They're going to be wanting the new merchandise, and I think pushing it to December or November, even yeah. November, stretching from November to January, <laughs> I think would be their best bet on making the most money, and that's what runs the world. So that's probably what they're going to try to do. If not, they're going to push it to next year around summertime. I would imagine. Yeah, that's probably what I would say too. So, uh, is this a live action or is it animated? So, from what I've seen, it's probably going to be live action <laughs> with like heavy CGI influence. <laughs> Hilarious. So, okay, so if it's going to be live action, do we know where? Do we know where it's being filmed at? Uh, I think it was Los Angeles. They were filming it in L.A. <clears throat> I think so. And you said they're almost done filming? From I've, what we've kept, no, because like Cole said, um, I'm pretty sure that they just tore down. Yeah, they just tore down what was their filming location. Yeah, because we've gotten leaked like, images of people who live near the area right. of like photos and everything of the set. And we know that's going to be like a pretty stacked cast of the movie. So I'm just hoping it's going to be a good movie. So, the king of Five Nights at Freddy's, I would imagine we are pretty set on that being Markiplier. What is he yeah. saying about the new movie? I, well, he's r- rumored to be in it. Really? But he can't answer on whether or not he's in it. Meaning, yes. From what well, I would, I would imagine, that. I would assume that people like Markiplier and Matt Pat are probably going to make some kind of appearance in the movie. So, I'm not too familiar with Matt Pat. What does he do? So, he's like... One of the biggest theorists. He, he he runs the YouTube channel Game <laughs> Game Theory, and he's like pretty big for these FNAF theories. Actually, recently he just released his official timeline in three different across three episodes or videos. Um, I remember the third one got released the day after State Literary, and I got on it literally. The first minute it was posted, and already, <laughs> shut up, Michael. It already had sixteen thousand likes in the first God, minute, man. and was already number one on trending for gaming. So he's pretty popular. So would y'all recommend watching those timeline videos before the movie? For I sure. would say so. 
Yeah, and soon I know he's going to have a lot of, a live talk back with like, <laughs> a bunch of other YouTubers. Um, they're just going to be kind of discussing things. And I know soon he's also probably going to release just one big like hour-long video that kind of yeah, combines that the three was, videos yeah. plus a little bit. So, in my opinion, I think was really going to make this movie big, and I could be wrong, but I, I think this is something that would definitely help them if they did it movie theater only. Because every new movie that releases now, you can watch it from your house, and that is very convenient, but there's not that cool feeling of, let's go get out and wa go watch this movie at a movie theater. There's nothing that matches that unless you have a theater at your house and you can just invite all your friends over because you got money like that. But for normal people like myself, that I mean, that was a thing to do, you know. You went out to the Sweet Onion Cinema and watched the newest movie. I remember when Jurassic World came out, you couldn't get a ticket to that if you didn't go hours before. And I know in bigger cities it was probably even worse. This being a smaller town, uh, like I said, you only had to be there a few hours before to get the tickets. But I'm, I know in these bigger cities, it was just sold out. You had to order online. Days and advance. Yeah. So I'm wondering, if they would have released this movie a lot sooner when they, the game was huge, like the first Five Nights at Freddy's and the same time that the first, second, and third one came out, because they were all fairly close together. From what I remember, that was a long time ago. Uh, if they would have released the movies then, it would have obviously been a lot bigger... <coughs> Or maybe not. Maybe since they waited so long. I think there's people that would have watched it then would still watch it now. Like myself. Yeah. But I don't think... I think everybody has an inner child. And if that was part of your childhood, I think you would still definitely be going to go watch it. Yeah. Which, going back on that, they were actually meant to release... Like, they were meant to start filming and everything back... All the way back in, like, late 2019, 2020, but... It, like, the movie was rumored in 2015. Yeah, mm -hmm. as we know, COVID happened, and that really pushed everything back, which is why they had to release a new game. Like, that's really? that's the whole reason that... Or maybe not the whole reason, which, but that's one of the main reasons that the new game got started so early, which is why it was so buggy when it first Speaking released. of the new game, people are dogging on it, <clears throat> but it's not that bad. I thought it was a pretty good game when I watched the run-through run of it, and... As if you go and watch Matt Pat's theories, it releases a lot of new lore, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of it, especially the uh, sticky note room. Oh yeah, where you got the table with the family, yeah. where you got one one robot that without one a head. That room alone has probably as much lore as like the first two or three games combined. It is a something they should do when they release a movie if it is like a theater exclusive thing which some movies that are coming out that is like theater only in theaters that's what you're seeing now yeah, it's slowly getting back there hopefully but i'm probably going to try to go to a bigger city to watch it i'm i'm going to try to go to statesboro is my plan to go to the amc i think is what it's or called dublin dublin has a really nice theater really okay but uh, I think what they should do is they should, uh, with your ticket, you could probably pay like an extra five bucks and get like an exclusive plushie, like only, f like you could only get cool. for going there. Like or it's never going to be something. sold. It's yeah. never going to be sold in stores, nothing. Like a plushie, like you said, a little bracelet or whatever, lanyard, sticker, I feel decal, like it would anything be, would be I feel really like it would be really cool if they sold the Fazer Blasters, bro. 
Okay. Or a Faz kid. And that might be something they do, uh, like a cup, like a <clears throat> exclusive cup that you can only get by buying a drink from there. Kind of so. like the McDonald's stuff with the Smurfs and all that. Right, yep, that was cool. Yeah. Uh, McDonald's, I haven't seen them do any, like, toys like they used to do. Because, like you just yeah. said, like the Smurf toys they used to do. Like, any movie that came out... McDonald's made a toy for it. The coolest thing they had was the buckets, or whenever you used to be able to flip the boxes upside down and see what they would have next. Yeah. So like you would have Smurfs for boys, and then Barbies for girls, which would be the next series that they would do. Yeah. I think <coughs> my favorite thing they did all time, nothing would probably ever top this, Pokemon cards. Oh, yes. Because they had that one like exclusive, uh, the Hollow, I think it was. It was the coolest freaking... Yeah, the two most recent things I know that they did was obviously the Travi Patty and now the Cardi B meal yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah. And personally, I think that's dumb because... Bring back Travi Patty. <laughs> I, like y'all are saying, the toy idea was just so much better to have toys that appealed to kids, not these, you know, Cardi B meal that's meant to be for like... <laughs> okay. Not these like Cardi B meal that's meant to be for teenagers or adults or anything like that. Which not saying that kids can't have them, but kids don't care about food. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, when when I got a happy meal, the first thing I ate was the toy. <laughs> you ate a toy, yeah, but you know, especially Smurfette. Smurf. Oh. <laughs> hey, he's got a point there. I ain't gonna lie, I've been eating that fart I just released for the past 30 <laughs> seconds. I've been trying to just keep my composure there, but dang. Anyways, uh, besides the Pokemon cards, the coolest, like, uh, thing, exclusive thing McDonald's did, the Monopoly things on the cups oh, and the fries. Yes. They haven't done that in so long. I forgot about that. Yeah, the little, mm-hmm. the little that was so cool. Back you could get a car. Yeah, yeah. Never and then your dad, one. he won 100 bucks for it that one morning. I remember that. I used to win a Big Mac for it, bro. I Big Mac was slapped. I know Babu won a couple of Big Macs, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wish they would bring that back now that I can go to McDonald's whenever I want. I mean, you best believe I'm going to be ordering like five extra fries, <laughs> uh, five burgers, five, five drinks, five guys, <laughs> whatever has a little thing I can peel off. But... A little back on topic about the Five Nights at Freddy's movie. I really do hope McDonald's and any other restaurant that wants to be a part of that uh, does some exclusive little event, um, whether it's just releasing a little plushy keychain in the Happy Meal or uh, the Happy Meal box being a Five Nights at Freddy's little character or the bucket idea. Like, you know, they do a Halloween Something like that. That would be really cool. And definitely in the theaters, I hope they give out something. Because it's going to be a big movie unless they do it uh, HBO Max only. I don't think they would, considering it's universal. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. One can hope, right? But with the way the world is kind of right now. But I think now that COVID, cross my fingers, uh, it's it's dying down. Not gone, but it's not fully gone. But like, my dad says that he only sees like. Two patients every two weeks or something like that that have COVID. Because now, like, the main thing is the flu and the common cold. Again, like, it was, you know, pre-COVID. Yeah, right. But as for Five Nights at Freddy's, is there any uh, last comments about anything you would do? Is it, Should you prepare for this movie since it's been so long? Like, myself, like, I haven't watched in 
a video on Finance Freddy's in years. Yeah, or I should I kind of just dive into it? So if you dive into it, you might be a little bit lost, especially like if someone like you who hasn't really been part of the last game or anything like that, where you've missed all this new stuff. I definitely go back and watch Game Theory's three videos on it. If you don't want to, though, there's no telling how much like storyline they're going to put into this because apparently there's going to be flashbacks for young Vanessa and young Mike. So there's really no telling how much or how far they're going to go back in the timeline. I mean, it would still be good to catch up, but if you don't, I mean... Yeah, and kind of building on that, based on the games, usually when you go see it, there isn't much story. It's You don't really get much story until you actually dig deep into it. So if you go and see the movie... <coughs> Why I'm saying you should probably get caught up is if you go and see the movie, I mean, you're just going to watch a movie. That's it. You're not really going to fully understand it and everything because FNAF games have always been the dig deeper type. Yeah. Uh, another thing I haven't heard about in a while is a 3D movie. Do you think this might be the next 3D movie? That would be cool, but I mean... Because when's really the last sure. time y'all seen a 3D movie? What was the last 3D movie you've heard about? I think the last I one... I saw Avengers Endgame. That was the last 3D movie I ever saw. last 3D movie I saw was the 2015 remake of the Ghostbusters. Really? I think the last 3D movie, and <clears throat> when it came out, but I think the last time I watched a 3D movie, it was at the house because that's when Polar Express, that. when that came out on DVD, there was also an option... To buy it with 3D and you get the glasses and whatnot. You get those cheap little And I watched that uh, probably a few years back. And I think that was the last 3D movie I saw. I don't remember the last time I went into a movie theater to watch a 3D movie. Yeah. Yeah, to be honest, I don't know the last movie I've seen at a movie theater. Because everything comes out, you know, where you can just watch it on your phone, at home. And yeah, it's convenient. I don't really watch it because it's convenient. But more so... I mean, our, our, yeah, cheaper in our movie theater doesn't really get, they don't have like good times. Like back in the day, you could go watch a movie almost any time at the day. Now it's only two times these movies are shown. And it's either like in the morning or like six o'clock, eight o'clock, some weird time that's not really, yeah, that's a good time. It's not like right after dinner or yeah. lunch or anything. Like, like I said back, it would be like 12, 3, 6, 9. And 11 yeah, or so. Now the most common times for people to go see movies are 4 and 7. It's usually right after you get out of school or, you know, you go eat dinner or something around 6 and then go see a movie at 7. And that's the most common times now. Because that's what I did. I went and, you know, went home for a second, got a little snack, and then went and saw a movie around 4 with my friends uh, just yesterday. We went and saw the new Shazam. Where was that at? That was at the Sweet Onion. Oh, Sweet I forgot Onion. that the new Shazam release. Yeah, it was super crowded because people were there to see John Wick. That was fully sold out. I wanted to see that. They to see the new Creed, and that was also fully That's sold good out. to hear. I didn't even hear about those movies. I don't watch regular TV, so I don't see ads ever. They did there. not. Like, they, I haven't seen... I haven't <laughs> seen rarely any ads for John Wick unless I actually searched for it this yeah. year. It was kind of weird. Speaking of movies, let's move into our next topic, the Super Mario movie. 
So I'm actually really excited about this, but there's a lot of downfalls that I've heard about it. Well, I say a lot. There's really just one or two, and that's kind of the actor choice. But let's start with the positive for right now. The positive being it's a Mario movie. Everybody loves Mario. Mario was a huge part of my childhood. It was a huge part of my parents' childhood. And that's how long the legacy of Mario has lived. Since the 1985 when it was released, somewhere around there. I don't know. Maybe it's older. I don't know the exact dates. But I do know the exact date that the movie's being released, which I'm very excited for. Which is next week, April 5th. I'm extremely excited to go sit down and watch that movie. And one, uh, back on the 3D topic, I don't know if that's going to be in 3D. Uh, that's something to look into. But Super Mario, while we're talking about the movie, we might as well talk about what was the best Super Mario game. And there was a lot of them, but my vote's going to be Super Mario 64. Mm-hmm. Super Mario Bros. 64. That was yeah, my, my favorite. would either be between Super Mario 64 and the original Mario released on the NES system because that game has that been, was pretty good. I'll tell you what I used to always in my free time just watch speedruns of it because it was just something so intriguing and mesmerizing about how they would find all these glitches and everything mm-hmm. in the NES. Yeah, NES and I system. see a few people they people still play the original. Like I've played the original on the original console. This was years ago, but I found somebody I was good buddies with. They had the original console and game. I mean, it was in bad condition, yeah. or I would have stole it, right? <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, just the ability to play that. I know people, it's been recreated a lot better graphics. I mean, yeah. looking back at that Mario and the one we have now, it's like Mario crazy. And things like that. It's so... Between Mario and 64 being my favorite, and it was that one, I think it was on the Wii, it was the Star one, is the World yeah, one. So. Uh, that was definitely, I never beat the game, I saw people play the game. There's just a lot of Mario games that I like, and I liked all of them. Here, here's a little bit of, a, a, you know, another question. What's your favorite Mario spinoff game? Oh, I got you. Super Ordinary Joe. By spin-off game, I did not mean kind of like rip-off games. It's the same thing. Well, spin-off goes with the company. Oh, well, give us an example here. Okay, I'll give yeah, I'll give Oh, like Luigi's one. Haunted Mansion? Yeah. Oh, My, my okay. favorite spin-off game is Luigi's Dream World on the mm-hmm. 3DS. Mm-hmm. I used to, I'll tell you what, you in elementary it. school, I grinded that game. Yep. Oh, my God. That that's probably one of my favorites, and probably one of the only spinoff games I played of a Mario. This also uh, includes like um, the Mario Party games and things like that. Mario, Mario Kart. Kart. Oh, oh, the Mario Kart. Kart, excuse me. <laughs> Mario Kart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mario Kart. Uh, oh no 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 no! Like the Mario the the casino one, oh, where you could play like cards. I, exactly I think. But I was, that was that part of sixty four? It was. Yeah. yeah, that was part of it. Well, it kind of like has a like a mini spinoff game. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I call, I, it's like a mini game. And, and that's what I'm going to pick. Or that little, like, um, that Yoshi. Um, she loves me, she loves one. me not. Yeah, she loves me, she loves me not. Yeah, that was in. That was 64, also 64. Yeah. Then you could stretch Mario's face around. You know, I've made around. some serious life decisions on She Loves Me, She Loves Me Not on that Yoshi thing. Mm-hmm. I have too. Uh, 
Tell you Probably what. should go back to that because I've been making some bad decisions the past few years. So For real. I'll tell you what, that that carried me all the way up till middle school, right up until I came to high school. Yeah. Yep. So more about the movie. Um the actor choice, Chris Pratt being Mario. Interesting. Uh why? And I, when I think about that, I love Chris Pratt. He's one of my favorite actors. Uh, my favorite role by him is Parks and Recreation, Andy. Uh, and I think Parks and Recreation might just be better than The Office, but that's a different yeah, topic. It's a little bit controversial. Right? But I love his character. I love Chris Pratt as an actor, just all around. But as an Italian plumber... Yeah, so when that came out... Honestly, I thought it was a joke. I, I'm still not sure that isn't a joke, but I know it, I'm pretty sure it's been confirmed. But I still just kind of find that funny. Because you think of the voice of Mario, that old dude. I don't, I don't know what his <coughs> name is. It's like Charles Martinet or something. Yeah, something that like that. a little too ordinary to be him. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's an ordinary dude. He's not, like, weird or anything. He's still alive. Don't look at me <laughs> like that, Michael. But no. You think of him and the voice that he created for Mario, Waluigi, Wario, all of them, and you just don't think Chris Pratt when you think that. So it's just, it's going to be interesting. Kind of going back to the FNAF thing, it's just, I wonder, because this is a movie about a video game, and there hasn't really been any good movies about video games. If I'm being honest, most of them turn out pretty bad, and... I think the FNAF movie is going to be great, but I'm questioning how the Super Mario one's going to be. So I'm really excited to see it, but I'm just, I'm not really having high hopes going into it. I guess, honest. I mean, we we can have semi-high hopes, because, I mean, you see The Last of Us, that was an original game series. Yeah. And, I mean, apparently it's a really good show. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. But there's, Dang, there's that would a, be a good topic. We should watch that and then talk about it next week. That would but, be. like, there's a difference between having a show about a game, because I, having... I love the Mario Bros. show. I love yeah, that yeah. as a kid. And the that... Garbage Bow Kid show. That's, I mean, it's kind yeah. of a And the movie. Game. Yeah, but when it comes to movies about games, they just haven't had a good record. I'm trying to think of, like... <sighs> What other games have been made into movies? Um, what was it? Uh, what's the one that's the uh, the ships? You know what I'm talking about? Y'all know what oh, I'm, oh, um, Pixels. There yeah. was a movie about Pixels. There was a movie where about just Pixels a... where they were like invading Earth and everything. And Ad- Ralph Adam Sandler argue. was in it. Yeah, Wreck-It Ralph is an arguable one. Though. Because there I mean, were games in it. Bowser was in it. Mario was in it. Mario was in it. There were video game characters in it. I liked the first Wreck-It Ralph. There's a second? There is a second. It's I... called Break the Internet. Oh, Ralph Breaks that the one, Internet. Uh, that one was... It had Dan honest, TDM in it. just felt like it. a Disney ad the entire movie. It had Dan TDM in it. That was the only good thing about it. Yeah. The I second Wreck-It Ralph, just, wow. it just felt like a Disney ad the entire movie. There was nothing but Disney princesses and things like that. You mean baddies, boy? I didn't say that it wasn't bad. I just said it was a Disney ad. <laughs> so who's the voice actor of Princess Peach? Is she in the movie? Imagine I, she is. I have yeah. no clue. That's but, the whole point of Mario Princess, is him saving Princess Peach. Let me show Princess her Peach in the movie? Boy. Oh, why, why your eyes go back like that? <laughs> no, I ain't gonna lie. Uh, my first video game crush, and she still goes undefeated to this day, is Princess Peach. Uh, um, I'd have to go with Poison Ivy or Harley Quinn. Oh, 
Oh god. Oh. I I was oh, thinking yeah. like that kind of animated, not like more real life animated. Uh, I mean, obviously Catwoman, Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy is a trio that I would fight for. <laughs> All right, hold on. Let's let's kind of go over this cast real quick. So we, uh, as we already said, isn't Chris, that the original Mario right there? Yeah. Hold on. So Chris Pat is playing Mario, but Colgate Wright, Charles Martinet, the original voice of Mario, is also in the cast. For what? So yeah, that's what I'm. It doesn't have a listed. It doesn't have him listed as a character. Um, Charlie Day is gonna be Luigi. No, the the duo between yeah. Chris Pratt and Charlie Day that's gonna be interesting. Um. I'm definitely gonna pronounce this wrong. And Anya. Anya, Anya Taylor Joy is Princess Peach. Everyone knows Jack Black is Bowser. That's gonna be really interesting. He... Keegan Michael Key is gonna be Toad. Ain't no Rogan's way. In the movie Seth, Donkey Kong. Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. <laughs> um, Fred Armisen. God dang, I suck with names. It's Cranky Kong. What? I don't even know who that is. I don't. I don't... Kevin Michael Richardson is. Kamek? I don't know these Mario characters. I probably will if I see them. I just don't know them by name. Carrie Payton is Penguin King. And Sebastian Spike. Where's Daisy? Where's the Toad guy? They're probably going to release multiple Keegan movies. Oh, wait, wait, no. I'm talking about the wizard guy, not the Toad guy. Wizard oh, guy. you mean oh. like, um, the, the traveling Toad dude? The one that's in the... Uh, the Bowser's Minion. I know oh. you're talking about. The one from the all the SMLs. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Maybe that was one of the names we just didn't recognize. Anyways. Maybe that's who Kamek is. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Anyways, April 5th, 2023. Next week. Don't know what day that is. I'm excited. I think that's... Uh, April 2nd is Sunday. Um, so what is that? Wednesday? Thursday? It'll be Wednesday. It'll be Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday, okay. So next Wednesday is the new Super Mario movie. Releasing a movie like that on a Wednesday. That's, that's so maybe what we can do is we can watch The Last of Us, make an episode, then watch Mario, and then for the next week we'll have We can episode. try to watch Mario that Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, yeah. And then... Wait. Yeah. Yeah, I think that would probably work. Yeah. Alright, so anything else on Mario? We've talked about the our opinion on the best Mario game spinoff. Uh, we talked about the actors. And, <coughs> and not just dogging on Chris Pratt being Mario, but also Jack Black being Bowser. Hey, I think he... And Michael Key being Toad. Which I haven't heard his impersonation of Bowser, but I kind of always figured it was kind of like an old grumpy yeah. kind of voice. I mean, from the trailer, it didn't sound that bad. I just always... Wanted Bowser to be like have a really intimidating, yeah, yeah, darker thing. voice. Because how I'm kind of visioning this, and this has happened with many other movies. I don't, I'm not good with movie names, so I can't really give examples. But I'm sure the viewers out there and y'all can probably think of some examples to where <laughs> movies that just get a really stacked cast. You know, I, like this one. You know, you have Jack Black, Chris Pratt. Keegan Michael Key, think people Seth like that. Rogen. Seth Rogen, but they're just playing the you wrong just have roles. A stat cast, but all these good actors together just doesn't really flow well. Mm. Yep, uh, yeah, that's happened plenty of times. Oh, uh, I, 
I can see a few movies like that where it just has a bunch of good actors and it turns out to be like. I'm hoping that's not how the FNAF movie will be because they got, um, oh, what's, I know they have Matthew Lillard, mm-hmm. which he was amazing and he I don't know he's just an amazing actor. Yeah. And then that one guy from Bridge to Terabithia. Oh what's wow! I forgot about the movie. Yeah, he's know. gonna be the um, security guard. Really? Okay. Well, look forward to our podcast about Super Mario, and obviously, we're hopefully we'll have a podcast about Five Nights at Freddy's, but that will way later because yeah, we don't even have a release date on it. But as soon as we know, we will let y'all know. But April fifth, next Wednesday, uh, Mario movie gets released. Yes, and we will try to be watching that on Sunday, and also release the podcast about that. Someday. Next up, who's the best Batman and Joker? Alright, so are we doing Batman from like every single cartoon, video game, and movie? Everything. Every single everything. The one that passed away recently was a really good one for Batman. Um, I don't remember his name, but he was a really good Batman. And Patrick Bateman was a... Another really good one. Which movies were these from? Here, I'll, I'll list all the... I think it was Batman the Complete Series. I th- and um, the Arkham Knight. Alright, here's all the Batmans that it has listed. So we have Michael Keaton, Ben Affleck. Is Michael Keaton the one that died recently? Um, It says he's 71 years old right now, so I don't... Maybe. Um, Adam West, George Clooney... Val Kilmer, Robert Pattinson, Kevin Conroy, Robert Lowry, that's like really old, Will Arnett, Will Arnett played Batman? Who's Will Arnett? Um, here, you can see the next small photo, I didn't know he ever played Batman. I didn't either. Um, Lewis Wilson, oh my god, Diedrich Bader, um, Peter Weller, Mel Gibson, and David... He must have played like a young Batman or something. Let me see. Because he's only 22 years old. He was born in 2001. He he was... um, I know he did the stupid thing where it was like, one million dollars and a penny or something like that. (laughs) Dang, Peter Weller got him, boy. What? (laughs) (laughs) He looks like he played Alfred. He was the most recent Batman. Yeah. All right. I think it was. He was a decent one. Michael I've heard Keaton. Michael Keaton to be. He's a really good. One. I've heard Ma- Michael. They Keaton don't have to be a pretty like Patrick Bateman on there for some reason. Did Bateman play? He did. Patrick. All right, Cole. So, what's your pick? Who's the best Batman? Oh my God! I just well. Google just gave me the worst point. I searched, did Patrick Bateman play Batman? He said, however, before he was Batman, he was Bateman. Alright. Alright. My favorite Batman, and my personal best Batman, is definitely Patrick Bateman. Just because, I mean, that's... It was Christian Bale. They look the exact same. Yeah. I thought... Wait, did Christian Bale... I thought Patrick Bateman was a character... 
that Christian Bale played. I don't know. I think, yeah, I think Patrick Bateman was American Psycho, right? I think so. Uh, yeah, yeah, Patrick Bateman so, was American so Psycho. So I was Christian saying, Bale. yeah, Christian I was Bale. saying the same person. Yeah, we we get what you were saying. But he was definitely one of my favorites. He was the Dark Knight, yeah. That's a really good movie. So, Andrew, what about you? Um, I'd probably say between that one and Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. Okay, so which one was the Batman from uh, the Heath Ledger Joker? That was the Dark Knight. Okay. I'm pretty sure. So that would be mine, Christian Bale. And that's who I'm going to go with. That's my favorite Batman. And I would argue the best Batman So, moving on to the best Joker, I'm going to start this one because mine's probably more controversial than y'all. I'm going to argue that the best Joker is Christian Bale that played with Heath Ledger. Is Jared Leto. Jared Leto. Boy, stop the cap. You know you're lying. Nope. Because I love the Suicide Squad movie and I love that version. Okay, well, that's just biased. Nope. I thought the Suicide movie was good. I really liked the recent I love one. The but despite, no, no, despite despite all that, I don't care. Y'all can say it was a bad movie. I really liked. Yeah, it. that is what I'm saying. The shark <laughs> was hilarious, and the weasel dude was funny. So it was all right. I'm not but saying compared it was compared to. That's why Pete Davidson died, bro. <laughs> I'm not saying it was a good movie in terms of relevance <laughs> to the other movies. I'm just saying I liked it as a movie. But okay, so my. I really liked Mark Hamill's and Heath Ledger's. My number one is definitely Heath Ledger because he just portrays what you would think to be Joker. Mm-hmm. And then Mark Hamill would be the voice. I mean, everybody knows. I mean, I like Heath Ledger's definitely a very, very, very close second to me, for me. But I just really like the Suicide Squad movie. I like that joker and i feel like if they made like a tv show with that joker i would like it more than i would like a tv show with heath ledger joker rest in peace heath ledger also i i mean i'd have to say my top three is heath ledger number one mark hamill and then joaquin phoenix yeah i yeah my number one would definitely be i think that heath ledger portrayed joker the best as a villain but I think Joaquin Phoenix displayed, like, Joker best as himself. Because like, he kind of really showed what the mental side of Joker was. Kind of what his his life was, obviously. It was called Joker. The movie was about Joker. Not showing him so much as the villain, but as a person. Yeah. And I, I really liked that. Yeah. Yeah, there's not a Joker that I don't like. Uh, I mean, besides the one that looked like just a white, and it, like I, I see, oh, I'm I know two pictures about. of them right here. I don't know which one, who they are. The middle one is decent. I think another one of my favorite Jokers was the one from the Arkham Knight games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but I don't consider that as one. But that was my favorite looking Joker from the Batman was, Arkham Asylum. Was he also voiced by? Mark Hamill would see voiced by someone else. Probably someone else, I'd imagine. But, yeah, I'm going to say Jared Leto is my favorite Joker. Um, 
Heath Ledger, very, very close second. And I'm basing it off of a TV show, really, that I would pick Jared Leto to be in the TV show rather than Heath Ledger and Joaquin Phoenix. Like Andrew was saying, I do agree with what he said about he portrayed him more rather than just being a villain, kind of give him, him an actual story. Because everybody can be a villain, but why? And I think Joaquin Phoenix really showed why. And to the point where I watched that movie, and I'll be like, I would have done the same thing. Yeah. You know? Uh, and then Heath Ledger, why so serious? I mean, that's... Joker's iconic probably because of that line right there. Yeah. And, I mean, that... He, I like... He was probably the best-looking Joker um, besides the one from the yeah. in terms of live of game, action, he was probably the best live. I did not ever. like Joaquin. I didn't like the his his look, look was horrible. Heath Ledger, I best like look. Um, Jared Leto, I liked his style the best as a Joker. And was Joaquin the, Phoenix, I liked his. That's the one. Was that the one with the grill? Yeah. Oh, able to how do you like that, bro? Connect to the character. I just did. I he just, looked like a Playboy. Maybe that's that, why he likes him. Okay. All right. <laughs> Anyways, I moving on. I didn't, re- I didn't really like it. Moving on. Fortnite Creative 2.0. I'll let what Cole start since... I'll, what? I'll let you start since you play Fortnite. What a weird jump. Anyways, I think it was a great idea to bring it into the game. I mean, it's just... What is it? Okay, so... Um, you know of Unreal Editor, right? That's how most people make their games. Yeah. So, they pretty much give you this system, and you pretty much run creative off of that. So you you have a terrain editor, you can now sculpt, you you can just do all types of things, and it's just gonna be or it is a great addition to creative because I mean it just brings in, not only is it gonna bring in a bigger player base, but it it just gives more freedom on like what you want to build because with the stuff that you had before you're only limited to a certain amount of things. Like, you couldn't search up, uh, I want to see this type of, or I want to see these doors. And it, if you search that, nothing would show up. But in this new editor that it gives you, it'll just show every door. Or if you search walls, for instance, you can find that. And you can pretty much just turn it into anything that you want. Yeah. So can... what was the whole talk about the new map, or the old map? being back what was that so someone pretty much remade the entire old map and creative to win there's a lot of old maps. The, okay so the one that had, like, it had moisty meyer oh, i think it was uh, these it has, i think it was late, it had dusty Depot. i think it was season two because tilted towers shifty shafts was shifty shafts on? i think it was i think so but it had haunted hills i'm pretty sure so it would be season oh, two i forgot about haunted hills they still had Loot Lake, the original Lake that had the boat and everything. Everyone remembers that. The only problem with it is that it's still kind of laggy and everything like that. So yeah. you played it? Yeah, yeah we played Cole it yesterday. played one game of it. Game. Of it was just really laggy yeah, because... Yeah, you can uh, do it public, on a public server, so it loads in almost close to how it was in Season 2. So the main thing, like, the main thing about it is it's just really laggy. And of course, it's not going to be spot on perfect because, well, it you're running off of a memory. And I'm not, I don't know too much from a builder perspective, like a map creator perspective, 
but I've seen clips of two horror maps specifically. One person recreated uh, the first Five Nights at Freddy's. Really? In the game. Yeah, and it looked... I'll have to it check looked it out. It pretty good. It, it's... It, rather than you just being trapped in the office the whole time, it actually allows you to explore, you know, so it's a little bit more realistic. Mm -hmm. And I really like it. I think it looks pretty cool. And then there's this other one to where, um, you know, Slappy, the puppet from Goosebumps. Yeah, I saw that. It's basically almost like you're in a maze and he's chasing you. I, I don't think it actually is him, but it's someone that looks kind of similar to him. Um, it's, you know... The new Fortnite maps almost remind me of Roblox, if I'm being honest, because obviously everyone, or maybe not everyone, but recently there's been like COD, COD has been created oh, on yeah, Roblox, yeah. and it looks almost exactly like the real thing. I saw that. And also, I saw Black Ops 2 Transit recreated in Fortnite, mm -hmm. Creator 2.0, and that looks really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it it's almost similar to Roblox in the sense of how realistic it's getting and how good the map building is getting in terms of recreation. Well, that's cool. I haven't. I've only seen a few things on Instagram and TikTok about it, but I haven't had the chance to do anything with it myself. But it's definitely something to look into more and. I think it's a cool idea. Uh, I'm glad they did it. I, I, the thing about Epic Games is they wait way too long to do anything good. And they get rid of all the good, and then they wait five months to do anything about it. Yeah. Like, they add in something overpowered, and they wait till people quit the game, till they're like, oh, yeah, I guess I was overpowered. Let me remove that. But instead of replacing it with something that balances the game back, they just remove it, and now you have a boring game. Yeah. Like... The ballers, the um, mecha, the mm. shotguns when they did 500 damage from a mile away. The and then bow. when they nerfed them so bad, they did five damage from point blank. <laughs> like, you could tell that the developers didn't play games. Yeah. yeah. You could tell, and I hated that. They did so many things right, like the item shop being like the first item shop. No one ever heard of something Battle like pass. that. Battle passes. They revolutionized gaming, and, and Fortnite's prime, nothing will beat that. Yeah. The, just the fan base, player base, everything. Fortnite was the game. Mm -hmm. it, it beats Call of Duty Black Ops 2, and that's one of my favorite games I've ever played. But... Black Ops 2 was a great game, but that's all it was. Fortnite, it changed everything. It added so many new things. It added Battle Royale. I know PUBG and all... Apex. Apex. Uh, Warzone. But Fortnite, it started. And it pushed and pushed. And sadly, they didn't know what to do with the game. They didn't look at the comments that people were saying and did anything about it. Uh, I don't think they should have ever taken out double pump or double shotgun. I think they should just nerfed it to where it could only do a set amount of damage. Yeah. Like, if you're going to run double shotguns, then it should have a cap. Like, if you have two shotguns in your inventory, then it can't do this amount of damage. Not, but if you're only running one, then it should be able to do the amount of damage as you're shooting two. Yeah. 
like let's say the cap was if you have two shotguns in your inventory 50 so if you're doing double then doom doom 50 50 but if you only have one then it can range between that 50 to 100 for the shot but as you can tell they just they didn't listen yeah which another thing just one quick thing uh, I don't know this for a certain fact, but my friend on Rocket League was telling me about this because you know Epic owns Rocket League now. So apparently, Epic Games is planning on moving everything to central servers, mm-hmm. which is you know it's a horrible idea for people like us who don't live in the central U.S. That's gonna be terrible for us. And I think honestly, if anything's gonna kill the game, I think that might be it. It's going to be it yeah, now. Possibly. All right, last question, and let's wrap up this ending. Is prom what it once was? I'm going to go ahead and start off by saying absolutely not. If you look back at any old videos or pictures of the old proms or even watch Grease, and if you go to a prom now, it's absolutely dog. Uh, I wouldn't recommend anybody wasting their money or time on prom. I'm not going this year. Uh for the simple fact, it's just waste of time. I've already gone two years now, and it sucks. If anybody says any differently, they're lying, and they're in denial. Respectfully, prom's not fun. After prom can be fun. Before prom can be fun. You know, getting dressed up, a lot of people do like doing that. But then when you go dance and you get all sweaty, if you can even dance, which I can't. Maybe that's why I don't like it. And then it's all about the choice of music. I don't like our prom, at least, always have awful music. And, Andrew, you'll get to experience that this Friday. Which is why this is the question and last topic is prom what it once was. Because our prom is this Friday. Like I said, it's not. A lot of things with tradition are just going downhill. And prom is did not miss that meeting. It's definitely going downhill. Yeah, because, I mean, if you just look back on proms, like you said, it used to be a great time of, you know, togetherness. People would get together, they'd have fun, they'd dance, you know. It was basically just one big party. Nowadays, it's you go to your school gym or something like that, you know. If you go to a private school, you may be going to, like, I don't know, an arena or something because you just have that money. Yeah, for real. And, you know... Now, it's just nothing but school plays crappy music. The popular kids get all the awards, because why not? There's a little, you know, spreading of AIDS in the middle. Yeah, yes, there is. And, you know, people like me just sit on the outside and talk to people the entire time. And if I wanted to pay $100, $300, because you got to rent a tux, yeah. and if you're buying a dress, even more, if I'm not going to pay that kind of money to talk. Like, yeah. I can talk naked. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> for free. Uh, <laughs> so, Tan, answer that. If y'all don't have any follow-up, that we've hit all our yeah, topics. I think that should be good. Is that all from you, Cole? Yeah. Well, we hope you all enjoyed this podcast, and 
well, specifically this episode, we do plan to continue making more uh, anytime we get to. Now that we got a little bit more free time with literary being done, we're going to try our best. But it kind of just depends on how the world is, you know, what's going on in the world. You know, we can't talk about any stuff if there's nothing to talk about. But there's a few interesting things coming up, like that, like we said, that Super Mario movie. So you can look for an episode, hopefully next Sunday. And right now, there's some political stuff that we're waiting to see unfold and get more information on before we, you know, talk about it on the podcast. Right. And I don't know if any of y'all remember this, but you already know what you got to do. Stay creamy.